Benny, hurry! The train's coming, Tommy shouted, pulling Stephen out of his thoughts. Stephen was surprised to see that Ben was casually walking down the tracks as if the train was nowhere in sight. Benny, the train's coming, Tommy yelled again, his voice increasing in pitch. Here, Sparky. Here, Sparky, Ben called, looking to his left, then to the right. Come on, boy. Where are you? Stephen laughed out loud, but it was cut off by Tommy's yelling. The train's really coming, Benny. Watch out. Benny, watch out. Ben seemed oblivious to his brother's screams and continued to walk down the tracks, looking this way and that, his back to the approaching train. Here, Sparky. Here, Sparky. Come on, boy. Where are you, you little mutt? Benny, Tommy shouted, his voice even higher and panicky. Benny, please get away. The train's coming. He was standing at the sagging fence at the edge of the woods, one hand clutching the rusty wire, the other curled into a tight, nervous fist, which bobbed up and down as he yelled. The train was close enough now that Stephen could hear its thundering double engines. But Ben continued wandering down the tracks to the left and right, occasionally standing up on one rail with one foot calling for Sparky. The act was so convincing that Stephen himself started to feel anxious. Stephen took two steps up the embankment, so that his waist was at track level. "'You better be careful,' he called out to Ben, but the rumble of the engines had become so forceful that his voice was lost in it. The train was less than a quarter mile away and closing fast. There were three long blasts from the train's air horn. Stephen jumped back down into the ditch. The engineer had spotted Ben, and possibly Stephen as well, but Ben didn't seem to notice or care. Now Tommy had started wailing. Please don't die, Benny! Please don't die! Ben finally stopped walking at a point where he was directly adjacent to Tommy and only a few feet from Stephen. He looked to the left of the tracks, then to the right, shaking his head. That damn Sparky! Where is he? Ben had to shout above the rumbling of the approaching engines to make sure Tommy could hear him. Stephen thought the game was over and that Ben would jump down into the bushes. But to Stephen's astonishment, Ben sat down smack in the middle of the tracks. Well, I guess I'll just have me a little nap until Sparky comes back, Ben said. He lay down on his back, his head towards the oncoming train, his arms and legs spread out so that his fingers and toes touched the insides of the rails. Benny! Tommy screamed. The terrified boy took a step towards the tracks, then looked at the massive engines and stepped back to the fence again, clinging to it. Get up, Benny! Get up! Ben just smiled, staring up at the sky, spread-eagled between the rails. This was a trick that Stephen had seen before, but he thought Ben was crazy for doing it. Ben claimed he could tell exactly how far away the train was by the vibration in the rails, and that if he wanted, he could sit on the rails blindfolded and know exactly when to jump out of the way. The train's horn blasted three more times. Stephen could clearly see the engineer's head protruding from the window of the first engine. He felt a flicker of hope that the engineer might put on the brakes, but then remembered that it takes at least a mile to bring a freight train to a stop. This was what Ben had told him, and Ben seemed to know everything there was to know about trains. And now, this particular train 
was less than a hundred yards away. Benny, please don't die, Benny. Tommy was still screaming, please don't die. Ben laughed out loud, but continued to stare up at the sky. The train bore down on them. Seventy yards. Sixty yards. Fifty yards. Stephen felt his body growing tense. Ben, you better get up now, he called, though the rumbling of the engines was so intense that he knew Ben couldn't hear him. Then a strange buzzing sound caught Stephen's attention. It made the hair on the back of his neck stand on end, and it seemed to come from everywhere. Stephen quickly pinpointed the source. One of his pennies. The first one with the tape on the back was vibrating crazily against the iron rail. Everything was out of control.